this like shadowy pans across the property and this little you know it, it sounds like this 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 lullaby and the music box thing you know you you wind it up and it does this this mechanical thing it feels like these like these these people are just being drawn to do this motion that is just mm-hmm. you know already inside of them they're just kind of going through it and it's tracking you know her footsteps uh, up until all of a sudden out of nowhere a hand grabs her by the throat and her abdomen just gets sliced like right down the fucking middle in like really close up detail and everything and it's just you know the, the I I like this is very similar uh, to torso and that like your okay. vice m- is more like a slasher or a proto yeah. slasher than uh, than all the colors of the dark is. And I, I really appreciate the uh, the sequencing and, and set piecing that he does in order to like really get you into the mood of this character is about to die. I feel like, you know, it like minutes before it actually happens and it's still kind of shocking just the way that he shoots it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I and I love just the. Um uh, th- these th- these character moments because I guess this is just where it starts to really build like the moment that the the maid is uh, dies is when they have to really st- everything goes somehow even more downhill and they have to uh, they have to start to to hide more things and like they stuff her body in the wall and then he starts to go through just even more like mental trauma like he's drinking even heavier he's not allowing even the the orgy of hippies to come and party at his place any longer um yeah and this is i guess also where they set up the uh the niece character with uh edwidge fenich yeah edwidge um, fenich she makes her appearance again which i i love that she appears in this because i was watching a great interview that was included on the blu-ray of this film for from from arrow and there's a great um moment where he basically says that you know because edward fennick was his sister-in-law and he so loved working with her and just her generally like kind of cheery outlook that she had on life and that she was willing to go to dark places on screen yeah because they kind of felt like brother and sister like they felt like they kind of really got along with each other and really wanted to do that so when it came to this role actually they the uh, i think it was whoever was fronting him the money wanted like a really young actress like an actress who would look like an underage girl almost like a 17 year old or something or an 18 year old yeah and uh he instead basically demanded that instead it was edwidge fennec because he was like look you know i I think that she could just totally nail this yeah and she absolutely does and i i she definitely has a young like quality to her i'm not sure how old she was Mm -hmm. when they they shot this but it it definitely made me feel like she was a like a college student at least when she showed up in the uh you know kind of her like fancy outfit and everything like that out of the car um i also like the fake out that they do uh where it it's presented like the the one i think she's a stripper or something like that that comes off the train initially oh the um, uh, yeah the, the 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 prostitute yes yes and they they have her introduced <laughs> with just like a big ass shot and then some soldiers or somebody that are also getting off the train like you know spank her and like basically sexually harass her um and you think that this is the introduction to the niece but it turns out that she's kind of this off like handed character that ju- they use as a, I guess you could call it a red herring in, in a sense, um, where they set up uh, a different killer that's killing people at the same time that all of this family shit is happening with um, <laughs> with Oliviero and Irina. This one also gets confusing yeah. <laughs> in a great way. Yeah, yeah, and I I do think by the end I I definitely you c- you can 
put all the pieces together and for the most part it, it makes sense it gets a little confusing when you think of the logistics but all the, all the pieces are still there at least um and i do think yeah the the, the the part that they include that the killer gets killed by the madam at the place that's <laughs> yeah. the that's the part that like throws you the most off because you're like wait so the killer's already dead but they're still being targeted <laughs> yeah yeah so it, which which when things start to reveal themselves and it's really not until like the last 15 minutes of the movie that's when it starts making sense. But until then you're just completely disoriented and like who could possibly be still doing this? Is there any fear left? Is the killer been taken care of? Um, it, it does yeah. get pretty confusing, but what he does do a, a really great job of is visualizing, like especially looking back, visualizing the, the killer that we never really see. That's also something that's smart. They never show like a, a photo in the police station or something of, of the killer. So you can still, imagine that and this is kind of a, a spoiler but we're here so uh where the when it is revealed who actually kills the maid it, it makes sense when you think about how he does it visually because when the maid dies they don't show like a shadowy figure with a five o'clock shadow or anything like that like when the stripper dies um they actually show someone in an outfit but it's like completely blackened it's complete silhouette you can't see anything so it it still kind of works in a logistic sense uh, when you find out who actually was killing the maid. Um, mm -hmm. And also speaking of the stripper uh, or prostitute um, death, that, that shot of her just falling down the stairs and the camera follows her as One of goes, the scariest oh shots. Oh my God. Yeah. That, it was, it's terrifying and it's so like, I don't know how they really shot it. It, it seemed like it's, it's pretty locked in as, as the body just falls down every single stair. Um, and then, of course, they get the classic giallo imagery of like, you know, the guy in the hat and the the long trench coat and everything like that. Um, so, yeah, it's I, I love that sequence. It's great. Yeah. I mean, th this whole section of the film, it moves so much that I get really impressed with it because like yeah. obviously it, it moves from the part where the, the maid has killed and the husband immediately goes, look, we can't tell the cops about this because they won't believe that this is a coincidence. Yeah, like I'm, I'm already, already under suspect. suspicion. <laughs> Yeah, so help me hide the body, you know, like in the cellar, in the walls of the house, which immediately you're like, well, that that can't go well. <laughs> yeah, I feel like, some, you know, someone's going to dig something out of those walls at some point. Uh, <laughs> spoiler alert. Um, yeah. And then Oliviero's niece, Floriana, comes into town, played by Edward Fennick, and immediately...